0: The Controversial Black Girl Podcast is a weekly podcast where we share our unfiltered opinions about mental health, politics, and other issues that affect our community, as well as promote positive images of Black women. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Controversial Black Girl Podcast. And for tonight's episode, I had to call in the fabulous ladies of the Babbling Besties Podcast. Say hey, Melanie and Akasa.
1: Hey. How are
0: y'all doing tonight?
1: Good. (laughs) How
0: are y'all handling COVID and school starting?
1: I'm annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I am so annoyed. I'm waiting for this. I mean, I don't know when COVID is going to be over, but it seems like it's going to last forever the way they're handling it. And the kids going back, like my son going back to school on the 24th, I think. Yeah, the 24th. But they have pushed it out. And I'm like, why? For what? So... Yeah, I
2: mean I'm doing fine as far as COVID goes I'm still stay, staying in the house for the most part um, just because I'm a homebody anyway so it really doesn't but as far as school goes like I'm trying to get prepared but this um, this year me and my husband uh-huh. are both going I was already going for like the past years but me and my husband are both going as well as all the kids will be home for the first quarter, at least the first quarter. So it's going to be interesting and we all start on the same oh day. So it's very, it's going to be
0: very... We're we, going we to pray for y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah, like six people going to school. And make sure oh
2: you God. got your it's internet be crazy. set up. Make sure you got that unlimited Wi-Fi because y'all all going to be
0: using that Wi-Fi. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. I I know, Um. well, supposedly, I know... Um, you know, whenever this COVID madness first started, they were saying that it probably wouldn't, I guess, kind of simmer down until like twenty twenty one slash twenty twenty two. So,
2: I believe it. Especially,
0: right. as, see, and that's why at first yeah. I was like, you no, know, I was like, no, nah, y'all, y'all are playing this. This can't be real. But I mean, like you're saying, like right now. I think the frustrating part is I feel like it's just so much misinformation out there and I think that's what's just kind of like it's like you hear certain people may have had temperatures because it's, it's, it's to the point to where now I feel like everybody is right now you at least know somebody that's had COVID like we've gotten to that point now
2: right yeah. right
1: yeah what's so and I
0: actually I've known like at least two people and they didn't have um, fevers so yeah, they could
1: be asymptomatic. Yeah. Yeah. Open it. But yes. So <laughs>
0: speaking, speaking of kids. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the that's the realness of it when you be trying to record when you have children. This is the realness of it. Okay. I <laughs> um, thank god my
1: son is old enough to be like, all right, I'll stay out your way, don't <laughs> Like you can
2: move I literally had to just mute my mic because my daughter, my youngest daughter came in here and <laughs> asked a bunch of questions. I'm like, oh. <laughs> now you want to ask questions. This whole time, like for like the past three hours, she's just been sitting downstairs <laughs> watching her dad sleep. And just like, and now all of a sudden you want to come up here ask ask me a million questions when I'm recording. I'm like, I know it's about two <laughs> I know. And that's why I me,
0: mean, I was actually, I was late to our sessions because we're supposed to we're supposed to record at a, a start at like around 11 ish um but literally at 11 o'clock i got amazon knocking at the door my husband's talking on the phone having a loud-ass conversation oh, my daughter oh, is yeah. sitting over here throwing a temper tantrum so y'all it is what it is we keep it real we're, we're all we're all moms here it is what it is yeah. so um so yeah so trust me i get it I, they it's like your kids want to know the meaning of life once you start recording
1: right <laughs> but
2: if we were
0: sitting here not doing
1: anything they wouldn't
0: even be talking to us at all (laughs) nobody wants to be bothered with us Yeah. so I want to get into um, I guess uh, unless you've been living under a rock you keep hearing about this story about the five year old little boy Um, was it in North Carolina looks like yes it's in North Carolina and um, he was shot It's, it's a little white boy five years old was apparently shot by a um, 25-year-old black male by the name of Darius Sesums, and it has just really kind of um, ignited almost kind of like a, a mini race war. Um, I kind of have kind of I, I have all kinds of different emotions and feelings when it comes to particular situations. My, my first thing that I want to say is that. Um, you know at the end of the day a child has lost his life so we definitely want to you know send our condolences um, send you know prayers for comfort for the family Um, for me Absolutely. you know as we I've said time and time before in previous episodes I'm a person that has lost a child so trust me if don't nobody else get it when it comes to being sympathetic about this part I do get that but I do think that it's very important that we have facts and that we base our our judgments off of this case based off facts and I think this story is still unfolding so I still kind of feel like it's a little bit too early for us to all kind of have um, you know these judgments and opinions about it um, I just seen I've seen three stories in the past 24 hours one of the stories that, I, that I've seen was that uh, the man shot him point blank point blank means I walked up to you and I, and I shot you that's what point blank means. Uh-huh.
1: So then there was another
0: story that I saw to where they were saying that uh, Cannon's father was actually friends with this young man that shot him. There was that, and they got into a dispute and that the bullet was actually um, meant for Cannon's father, but it ended up being a stray bullet and it ended up hitting him. The other story or the that I've seen here is that they were still friends, the father and the young man that, that shot um, Kanan here, but that they were both high the drugs. So, yeah, so it's just I like, there's so many different things that are going on here, and eventually uh, you know, what's, what's done in the dark will, will come to light. Eventually the truth will surface. Right. But the comparison to George Floyd, that that's, it's not even in the same category. There's no way that we could compare this story to George Floyd. People are saying that, uh, that that because it's a it's a it's a white child that this story is not gaining as much uh, publicity. But the the rage about the George Floyd situation. Number one, this was a police officer that was supposed to serve and to protect us. That's what the issue was. And then for two. Excuse me, one second. George Floyd was an adult. He was—he was a grown. This is—they're comparing it to a kid, and—and and he was a black man. This is the George case situation was about police brutality. This was exactly. yes, it's not. It's not. I mean, am I am I wrong in viewing this? And I'm trying to view this from everybody's angles to try to make sure that I incorporate everybody's feeling into this this scenario here. But it just keeps being, it keeps, it keeps being turned into kind of like a black and white
1: issue and that's not what this is. Right. And you know what? The thing that bothered me about what the mom said um was like why isn't there justice first? And in my mind I'm like how what injustice happened of course like you know this animal just shooting and and killing this little boy is just wrong dead wrong no matter how like what happened because things shouldn't have escalated to a point where his death was the end result point blank period but at the same time you can't like he still got arrested he still got convicted convicted or i don't know if he got convicted yet but I'm sorry. It, it looks
0: like i mean from what i'm reading it looks like that happened by the time we had by the time we were typing justice for canaan this man was already in custody
1: so right what
0: injustice was there whereas it, it takes forever it took forever to have you know the the justice for George Floyd and then we're still waiting for justice in the situation with Breonna Taylor it has not right. been served right. so it's like you're comparing like you know apples to oranges like I, I I just don't get how people are comparing it I guess I'm like what more did you want like I don't know That's I guess that's what I'm trying and I'm not trying to sound like I am insensitive at all I just want to know what more coverage did you, what did you want <laughs>
1: right
2: Right. I think that they wanted people to be marching in the streets and protesting. But the thing about it is, which people are not, well, some people, the people that are saying, you know, why isn't there news coverage or why is there no protest? The guy was arrested and he's in custody. And I'm sure he's going right. to be there for the rest of his life. Like, it, there is no unjust because Justice had came, swooped in, took the guy immediately whereas these um these cops are killing people in the streets and they're still on they still have their badge they're still walking around nothing there's no yeah. repercussions
0: and then I've seen I've seen um uh, a lot of white people are posting that well the reason why um these black men these unarmed black men are dying is because they're resisting arrest. And I'm like, I I'm like how? Like, no, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, for the guy, uh Ray Shard that was in Atlanta, we knew that that was his that was that was that particular situation because we you know we saw that that was actually on film. But I'm right. like, we have Tamir Rice. Like, I mean, you have Sean Bell. Like I'm like, let's, let's, let's if we gonna if we're gonna do this, then let's do this all the way.
1: And I don't think I don't think like right. any I hate when people try to blame us for our own deaths yeah that, that's not there's no other reason other than this police officer was a racist he wanted to to uh kill a black person that day that's the only reason that black people die not because they're resisting arrest because tons of people resist arrest or try to run away you don't sit there and, and try to kill them and you know y'all know what i'm talking about Right. because I've seen tons of videos where white people are just charging at the cops and they are smart enough to use their tas- taser but as soon as there's a black person they're like oh you're resisting arrest or even if they you know move their finger a certain way let me pull my gun out mm-hmm.
0: it's, a, it's a sad situation did we lose Melanie
1: Oh, I like we lost somebody no 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 they, I think we're no, okay. I think we're all there <laughs> am okay. like what I heard it was a sad situation but it sounded like it kind of
0: went
1: all the way
2: out oh uh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh no that's all I was gonna say something else but then I forgot my train of thought but I mean that situation should the little boy have died no um, of course not you know, he's outside playing money his business there's no reason for it but you cannot compare the two and I don't understand how people can just fix their thoughts to to think they're that not, they're, they're not like I said I had, not
0: I mean for me I, I posted on on the controversial black girl uh podcast ba- uh, page here that you know I had one of my white family members that was just kind of like, well, where's the outrage and that I'm proud to be white. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was what like, "If right? that's, that's what I was like, is that what you got out of all this <laughs> revolution that's going on? I was like, cause you can't sit and say that there's some, I just don't see how you can't see that there's clearly a problem. That's what right. I, that's what
1: I'm not understanding. I'm no, just, they, they know it's an issue. Right. they know but they because it's not happening to them they choose to ignore it they now, know there's a big difference between the way they get treated because uh, I I just recently cut off a, a friend one of my white friends because of the way he talks because he, he, he told me a story on how he basically got pulled over and was talking shit to the cops and he, was, he even admitted, he was like, dag, if I was a black man, like, who knows what would have happened? I was stupid. And I'm like, oh, so you know that there's a big difference between the way cops treat you and the way cops treat black people. But you just don't <laughs> want to do anything about it. You don't want to say anything or stand up for us.
0: Yeah, but but this same family member that I'm that I'm and, and one thing for me is I try not to go back and forth. Like I'm not in the business of changing people's minds. Like like if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I mean I'ma delete you, but right, <laughs> you, feel, right. you feel how you feel. Like we're over here, we're in the middle of a revolution, we're in the middle of trying to have things reformed and moving towards progress. So if you're not moving taking those steps toward those actions, then for me, you gotta go. It, it, is, it is what it is I I just can't I don't have time to to sit and to go back and forth about once again showing you that I'm a human and that my life is valuable or that my children's lives are valuable
1: like or my husband's
0: life is valuable my brother's life is valuable like that's not something that's up for debate I'm sorry it's not so if you feel that if you feel the opposite of that then that's fine you go ahead you speak your piece but you got to go for me and that's just kind of um, of what it is, I mean, for the same family member, she really kind of went on to post that there are good black cops, and I'm like, you're just totally missing the point. Yeah. Like, I was like, you're so far out there, it's just, it's, it's not even worth salvaging. It, you're just, it's just to that point. It is. It's just really, it's really unfortunate. Um, I, I am, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what will happen in this case because I do feel like that this case is still unfolding and I feel like in the next uh 24 hours we're going to hear more about what happened in the situation um so I kind of wanted to um, to move on to something just a little bit lighter lighter note here um did you all get a chance to watch the uh Blackest King by Beyonce?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my phone cut I, out. What was I, it? Um,
0: I was asking if you all had a chance to watch The Blackest King by Beyonce.
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like a biased melinosis. I'm a biased Beyonce fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course. That's I'm just gonna sit back on
2: this when I tell you it's like <laughs> it's I'm on, on her so
1: Mayan dying I'm just- for Beyonce
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so okay
0: so my thing is my because before I, I've said this before in previous episodes we can't take away the fact that Beyonce is super duper talented she's dope when it comes to things my only thing is just like making sure that you're doing things that are um, like ethical and that you are doing things in a like a, a legit manner because there are so many situations as to where she'll come up with something that's super duper dope and then a few months later then you hear that somebody's suing her from stealing her ideas. So that for me was the, the issue. That's, that for me was the problem. I, I can't take away from the fact that um, she is super duper talented. Um, some of my, my favorite moments I would say and Blackest King is um, definitely gonna say that I, I definitely love the the brown skin song. Brown skin song. I don't know about anybody else, but every single time I was like, "That song that, got me tearing up." It made me be tearing hard. Up, right? Every it single may... time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this damn song. Every single time I listen to this song, it's got me tearing up. Um, I also like how there was um, different um, symbols that represented African spir- spirituality in and, and and if people are if they're into this, then you kind of knew what symbols were um, were displayed uh, in in this. Um, it's I, is it really is it called a like a video or is it like a musical? I don't know what it's really called, but um, it was like eighty minutes long, so that's just a yeah. long video. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, I thought I thought it was nice. Um, I even saw that there was two different um, I guess perceptions from that some of the some of the African people loved it, some of the African people didn't like it. And I just kind of I was it just really kind of made me think it's like well wow how would I feel if um I were in that position because this person is representing your country. So I saw some people did some people were saying that she was just kind of glamorizing it and that she wasn't giving a realistic um perception of what's Africa is. Whereas some people were like, well, she's just displaying the beauty and the heritage and paying homage to Africa. And that's just kind of how I took it. I took it as she was just trying to pay homage to, to Africa. So I don't think it was that deep to where she was trying to, you know, glamorize. Um, I did see a comment, um, from a Nigerian blogger and she did say, that if you feel so strongly about Africa then why won't you come here and perform so hopefully in the next I guess after COVID slows down at some point then she would go to Africa and to kind of perform because that to me that is kind of a valid statement if that is true I'm not sure if I've ever seen that she's performed um in Africa
1: right but
0: what was your what was your favorite part in the
1: um in her film? um definitely brown skin girl that it touched my heart and so me being a dark skinned woman a lot of times I feel like we don't get um enough uh I wanna say camera time I don't know the right word for it but just a lot of things are, are based on European beauty especially in this country right. so you know like when i was growing up i had to get my hair permed i had you know like i wanted to be someone someone else because i thought it was ugly so to see someone not like from a, another standpoint because beyonce is a lighter skinned woman to see her make this and acknowledge that hey kelly Rowland is beautiful um Lapita Niango is beautiful she had naomi campbell she had uh different models. it was just beautiful to see and it made it really made me cry because i'm like wow like this is the first not the first time that something like this happened but um it, it was just like on a big scale because a lot of people watch black and skin and it, it just made me cry um the other thing that I really love, because I am into African spirituality and the different Orishas that she, uh, she portrayed in the film was beautiful to see. And she's been doing that. Like she's did, she's done that in Lemonade. She's been talking about African spirituality more in her music over the recent years. So it was, it's just beautiful to see because it. If you don't really know about African spirituality, um, specifically, um, you know, things that we brought over as, as Africans when we were enslaved, um, that all ties into what voodoo hoodoo is with what different, um, things that are different spirituality practices in the Caribbean, those all tie in with, um where spirituality comes from in Africa so it's it's just a beautiful thing to see because if you don't know about it this is kind of like an introduction you do see it and then you can kind of learn who Oshun is you can learn who Yamaya is like you can learn from this film um I do understand the hang up of how they they said that uh beyonce is culturally appropriating african culture Mm -hmm. um i get it and i'm not gonna i i get what they're saying because beyonce is not from africa she is an african woman but she was born here so i get their hang-up because their african culture is so spread out because if you think about it, there's so many countries in Africa that have different practices like it's not all the same um one article that I read the girl pointed out that she would have liked to see more East African culture um because a lot of things that uh, Beyonce put in Black is King was from West African culture so that's mm-hmm. one thing that they that um this person pointed out but um, I looked at it as more of an Afrofuturism perspective mm-hmm. because it wasn't specifically that she, she's uh, focusing on one country or one particular culture in Africa. She used all that of what she learned from different African countries and then put it in this film. So... But yeah, <laughs> That's, oh I don't want to I, keep on going because I'm like, I can talk about this all day. I know. No, but I do.
0: I do. And I think maybe in the future, one of the things that will be a future episode will possibly be just kind of educating people on um, African spirituality. It's, it's so it's so funny how like with anything we want to pick it, pick and choose what we want to take. And anything, if you really think about it, I think it's really kind of ironic and really kind of strange that anything that has to do with African spirituality. Or with us, as from as far as from what we actually brought um, over here, is all considered evil, and you know, it's voodoo and it's witchcraft and it's all these kind of things. And I'm just, kind of, I just don't. I'm like, well, well, why? Like, why, why, why is that that way? But I, I think it's just more um, to kind of, uh, you know, I guess the, I think to kind of push the the um, the Christian agenda is more so what it is. And then even for a lot of, even with, with, with Christianity, it, in, in all religions, people pick and choose what they want to follow and what they deem as far as, because every single religion has some sort of practice that one someone else may find strange. Right. So it just depends on, you know, it's, it depends on who's offended by what ultimately at, at the end of the day is what ends up happening when it comes to that.
2: Now, I do want to um say one thing. Um as far as like the education aspect of anything and not just Beyonce but whoever is doing like the same thing if they're the same thing I feel like if you really want to teach people about their heritage or you know things that we don't know as African Americans about our and history why why do it in a in like you're kind of capitalizing on it why do it for profit why not just do like a program where you can can learn if you really you know to me if like you really want to teach people and it's not about it has nothing to do with money um why you know do it for profit like just for instance like like what Akon does Uh in Africa you don't really hear about it but he's really putting in the work over there you know what I mean yes
0: that is true. I, so, like, I mean, it looks like, actually, I just read an article not too long ago. He owned, He's like rebuilding, like where he's from. Like he's, yeah, he terrible. really is, he is. Yeah, he is. He's hes really, he really is putting in work and really investing it back into his community. And I do like the point that you brought up. That is a valid uh point And that, that goes along the lines of what I was saying, that that Nigerian blogger, what she was saying, and it's that, you know, she was like, well, you don't come here to perform You're not putting any money back into it. So hopefully, maybe moving forward, that's what needs to happen. But I do understand the the perspective of a lot of people not really... They don't really care about what Africa has to offer unless somebody like Beyoncé highlights it. You know what I mean? Like, unless somebody like Beyoncé brings it to their attention, then it's kind of like, oh, okay. This... Like, if somebody else were to probably do Black is King, it probably wouldn't have been as big. Yeah. So...
2: And it's, the thing, it's kind of like the hot thing to do now is pro-black right. this, pro-black that. So, okay, now is the right time capitalize. to, to yeah, make so the capitalize. money. Yeah, that's that's just my, and it's not just her. Like, if, if, if it was anybody, I would say the same thing. I'm like, you know, if you really want to educate people and stuff like that, why do it I- for profit? You're going to get money anyway because you already, you know, have, The fan base, you already have, you know, you make music on your own time. What that doesn't have to do with that. So it's not like you're going to go broke from doing something for free if you really are about, you know, just that topic or, you know, teaching about African culture or whatever. Or why didn't, why not have actual Africans come in and talk on on the platform or something? I know, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's to, yeah you're like yeah that's all I wanted to say but again not just Beyonce I I I think it's you know talking about what she's put out that's why I'm saying her but if it was anybody I would say the same thing I just think that um our history has been hidden for so long and just kind of forgotten about so if you're gonna if you're gonna do it don't don't capitalize off yeah. of it. That's what I'm saying. I
0: agree, and I do, and I, I I do agree with you with the whole point of right now. It's hot right now to be woke. It's cool right now to wear Black Lives Matter t-shirt. It's cool right now to you know wear the colors red, black, and, and green right now. That's that's hot right now. So my thing is like well, you know well what happens after what happens after this is a bad that. We have to continue it and so that's the beauty of our platforms is that we're able to still kind of continue this revolution regardless of whatever the world moves on to because it seems like every few days the world moves on to something else and something else is the trending topic or the hot topic Uh, you know right now you're not really hearing as much as you were about a month ago or two months ago whenever the the george floyd was going on you're not hearing about protesting Um, you're not hearing about these random black men hanging themselves. All this is kind of, it's dissolved at this point. And it's just cause it's it's not a a trending topic. Not saying it's not a trending topic with us, but it's not a trending topic for the world and for the media. So that's the beauty of once again, our our platforms is that we are able to, you know, keep the revolution going and to keep these stories alive and just to educate people um, or or shed light on stories that may or may not um, normally receive media attention and just to kind of uh, give people the black woman's perspective of, of what's kind of going on so that's once again that's the beauty of our platforms
1: so yeah. um, now I can, wait I have a question so sure. do you guys think that Beyonce cult, did you think she appropriated the culture or do you think she appreciated the culture Because, like, from my perspective, whenever, and not just her, but whenever someone does take from another culture, um, it's a difference between, you know, if you appreciate it and you're using it. And that's what I saw with Blackest King, because not only did she, it wasn't just her, it was tons of people that actually worked on these project, this project that was from africa uh-huh. and gave their insight so it wasn't just her saying you know because a lot of times i what bothers me because that's why i say i get when african people say like you're using our culture because remember when the kente, the kente cloth uh shirt started to be become popular yes there's a meaning mm-hmm. behind what what the colors are, what the patterns are, and stuff like that. But majority of the people that bought it is like, "Oh, this shirt is nice. I'm right. gonna wear it." Yeah, and don't even do the research on it. So Behind it, right? That to me, as far as like black is king and like other things that that uh, we pull from Africa, that to me is like that's not appreciated in the culture. And it, it's wrong to do because it's like you need to learn what these things actually mean instead of just wearing and instead of just taking from that culture and, and saying, oh, well, this is mine now. So, but in my opinion, I think Beyonce did a, a really good job as far as including other people from that culture. Co- like she had Burner Boy, she had WizKid, um oh, She, she had t Wise. t my girl yeah like she had her and after that the same day that she put out black is king she also put out a uh a black owned uh business list and it had a lot of just black owned not only from here but from africa as well so that but that was my point i don't
2: know. but the thing is i think your points are very valid the thing is that you're very biased and you even said that in the beginning so it's kind of like of course you're always going to think that everything that you're doing is gold because you have that strong bias so it's kind of like it's hard to to agree all the time like everything that you just said because i mean proof is proof you know facts is facts but when you have such a strong bias for somebody, it doesn't matter. They can sell (laughs) in the street. No, they didn't. Like, I just, no, they didn't. You get what I'm saying? Like, of course, it's not gonna, um, and I was like that with Drake for the Uh long, You you know that, Akasa. Like, I was like, so wrong but at the same time i had to step back and be like okay this shit is trash whatever he just fucking put out is trash you know what i'm saying like and i can do that now i can do that because i'm i still love him but i'm i i know that some things he does is some fuckboy boy <laughs> stuff and some of his stuff is trash right. and i and i can say that you know what i mean so it's just it's hard to to have a conversation with somebody about certain things when they have a strong bias. Well,
0: I I want to bring up something here. Um, like not- I'm trying to think. It was maybe it was a few episodes ago where I discussed once again there was this was something else as to where someone was you know someone was suing um, Beyonce for stealing an idea or. As we we can say that it's appropriating. Appropriating is a form of stealing. So we can say that. Right. So um in this particular situation, I don't know if you guys if you follow Messi Maya, if you guys even know who Messi Maya is, but this is the person that I talked about. Messi Maya was the person that um he was he was murdered in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it about ten years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh Beyonce used the clip of his voice on one of her songs and did not give his family any money so his sister who was over um, his estate ended up suing Beyonce and kind of getting back and forth now, I think they, they did come to an agreement so there was a settlement I don't believe that the settlement was ever put into the public but the, 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 the dispute was very public them going back and forth between Beyonce and this family's uh estate was going back and forth so even with that it's just kind of like that's where it i could see to where there the question could pose now was you were you trying to be legit was you really trying to pay pay homage or were you just trying to go ahead and do something that you thought that would set a lot of records or that there would be a lot of hype about right um there was also what there was what was the the Jamaican, um, I think she was a Jamaican choreographer and she actually, um, she ended up, uh, I think, I believe she did sell, sue, um, sue Beyonce, but it was for a black parade. So supposedly this, um, this choreographer and Jay-Z and Beyonce, they recorded a bunch of different sessions and Apparently the choreographer was thinking that it was going to be one thing and it was something else. And I mean, but she left the situation saying that she felt artistically raped by Beyonce and Jay-Z. And I was like, if, if you marry it, that's that's heavy. Right. So I I mean, I, I don't know we don't know the specifics of what happened in that situation. I do believe what that's another situation as to where there was a settlement. So that's why I was like, I don't know if the, the people that's that are in their camp. Are just kind of like you know what we're gonna do whatever we're gonna do regardless because we got the money to pay for whatever should come out of this. So I don't know if that's the mindset. I just don't get how these how these situations could continue. And that was the kind of thing that kind of kind of made me kind of deterred me a little bit from Beyonce because for me, I think I, I was a uh, I was a really diehard Beyonce fan from you know from um lemonade from the actually from going to go all the way back to destiny's child if we really want to if we want to go back to the very first album with the white background when it was the four original uh members
2: like
1: Uh that's
0: when i i still listen to that album to this day
2: right
1: but
0: even then to just kind of hear of how um supposedly how beyonce and her father did the other members you hear all this stuff and so it's just not it doesn't necessarily look good for for the character of it now i know that her and kelly went for some period of time to where they didn't speak and i believe that they are they're they're cool now they're good now but there was something that kind of happened in there and so it just kind of makes you kind of wonder well yes are you doing this for once again to pay homage to to africa or are you just kind of doing this because you know it's going to be hot right now because that's what's going on and, and to kind of touch on what you were saying with, with the Kente coughs, um, I, I do I do remember when that was such a big deal, when everybody was doing that. But for me, I'm the type of person, like, I do have, I have a lot of African friends. And so right. for me, I'm like, no, man, I, I, I'm doing business with them. Those type of things, I will not buy from a boutique. And that's just me personally. Right. I just feel like if you're going to, pretty much where the image, then you really should go. And that stuff is expensive. If you if you, if you you ever really purchase like real Kente stuff, that stuff is expensive, but that's fine. As long as I am, you know, investing back into this community, then that makes me feel good about spending a few extra dollars for an authentic Kente cloth. But like I said, that's the same thing that w- what we were saying as far as for, just like in general, everybody's wearing these Black Lives Matter t-shirts and all this kind of stuff. And some people are just wearing it just just for the trend. But I'm like, right. when, when it comes to actually taking a stand for what's going on, then let's see kind of where you stand at that point. Cause when you're in the hot seat, it might be a little
2: bit different.
1: Right. Right.
2: Yeah, I agree. I know like for me personally, like I'm not gonna, I can educate myself just like Akasa was saying about like the different colors yeah. and the different meanings and stuff. If that wasn't, I could be educated on it and still not appropriate. Like I have not, not be wearing it Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like, and not saying that that is uh, appropriating. It's so hard to differentiate sometimes about appropriation. But I mean, you know, you can still be woke about um, you know the history of it or the meaning of it and and not have to go out and, and now all of a sudden I gotta change my life what I was doing before because now I'm into mm-hmm. this you can still be into it like you can be into whatever and, and not have to run out and buy it. oh my goodness this mm-hmm. is my life now you get what I'm saying like I mean, and you can still appreciate it without having to. I do, I, I agree with
0: that too. I mean, I have there is and I and I've talked about this um in a previous episode as well um but it just kind of you you triggered this thought whenever you just made your statement is I have someone that is of Caucasian descent and says she's and she's in my timeline. She says, "Nigga, she only messes with you know deals with black dudes. You over here trying to get your hair braided." That's true appropriation.
1: Yeah. Because and, and
0: for me, I'm just like you know that's a waste of whiteness. It is. <laughs> it is it's, it's a waste of whiteness. No, for real, it is. Um, I, love, I, I never, I never I, understood oh. as to why. Um. Cause you see it happen so frequently. You see to where, especially down here in the south. So let me just, let me just put that out there first. You see a lot there. You'll see a, a, a black man with a caucasian woman but the caucasian woman it feels like she has to be extra like what she calls quote-unquote acting black whereas someone like me i'm considered to be acting white because i'm articulate so it's like well one of Mm -hmm. one of us is confused (laughs) one of us doesn't know what you know what's going on and my thing is if you're gonna go out of your way to you know, to, you love who you love. I'm not saying anything uh, against interracial uh, relationships. I'm a product of an interracial relationship. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that. But I'm like, if you were, if you're going to date someone that like, example, a white woman that's sitting there that wants to quote unquote, act black, you might as well got you a black girl, get the real thing. Right. Like why even go through all that? If you white, <laughs> be, be you. If you're Becky, be Becky, be, be that.
2: But you know what? And um, I think me and Acosta had a conversation about this on the podcast, too. Like, they'll want the white skin, but, they, it, but they'll want all the black features. Um, I'm talking about, like, men or black men. Like, they don't... For some reason, like, when they have our features, they're, oh, well, y'all better watch out for the Beckys. They coming up. Like, why? Why? And if that's what you wanted, why not get something authentic instead of getting something that's made up? Right. And
0: this, that's that's considered exotic, <laughs> right? That's exotic, right? That's, that's, when you see somebody that's that has something that's not necessarily supposed to have something, like what well, I think we had talked about that before. I think in our in the last episode that, that we recorded on um together, uh we were talking about like you have the age one with the with the big old booty and the small waist then it's like that's something that's like, oh she's she's exotic. When it's like these African women, right. they are naturally thick. You can't get more exotic than right. an African woman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know. Like the exotic has lost its term or or I'm not understanding it. One <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. i a hundred hundred percent it's sad. It is so sad. You talking yeah. about exotic how is an
1: African woman or a darker skin right. woman not exactly? And just say you want a white woman. That's it. Like, this, this is the thing. I don't mind, in a, or I'm not against interracial relationships. I do have family members that um, date outside their race. But um, when I have conversations with them about interracial dating, you know, sometimes I'll hear, hey, we met each other, we vibed, we fell in love, and that's it. But other, the thing that I actually have a problem with is when you say, oh, I don't want to date a a black woman because of whatever excuse it is. Yeah. And you're putting all, you're putting us in a box because not, first of all, not every black woman is is the same, but you're stereotyping us. You're saying, oh, well, y'all are too difficult to mess with and I don't want to mess with you. But then they use terms like exotic and like we all know what it what they actually mean. They just want somebody that's not black. That's it. And get into getting into what you know, Fifty Cent and all these other ignorant people that like to speak on black women. They don't. Just say you don't like black women. Stop go, beating around the bush. Stop saying, "Oh, well, I like exotic," and you know, I like curly hair. Like, y'all remember <laughs> Young girls? youngberg was like i don't want to date a black woman because she can't jump in the pool and and not and get her hair wet it's what what are you even talking about like just excuse, just say you don't like black women and just leave it at that and leave us the hell alone basically period right right
0: Right. like
1: be real about it stop beating around the bush stop saying oh well you know y'all too no you are too weak to deal with us that's what it is take responsibility for what you are and leave us the hell alone i agree i completely agree i do like i said just and
0: even referring back to this person i was saying that like it's in my my newsfeed, my my timeline. I don't know if this to the show, so we know not who this person's name. But um, I mean, everything. She's Caucasian, but everything you post, you post them black babies. And for me, like in all seriousness, there has to be something there, like mentally, because you're not even acknowledging the fact that you're white. Like I mean, could you imagine me, me, me being nice. a black woman? I'm kind of I'm I'm, I'm medium skin. I, I could go into the dark skin category. I could I could you know because I'm I'm most certainly not light skin. So my thing is, is if you see me posting pictures of just like white babies all the time and talk about white men, people look at me like I'm crazy, right? Right. So my thing is, why mm-hmm. is this okay? And once again, you can, like like you were saying earlier, you can love our culture without having to steal from our culture. Mm. You, you can love you and who you are and still love our culture. That's fine. I have a lot of white friends that are very woke and that speak on our behalf. And they don't have to, they have white families and white children, and they don't feel the need to sit there and to take from our culture. Or to take the most, they take the most ignorant parts of our culture and portray it and adapt that as as their identities. Because that's a bigger issue for me is if you don't know who you are. That's like I said, it's a waste of whiteness. Right. I mean, you can sit there and you 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 being white, you're born with a silver spoon, you're born with an advantage. Not saying that you're not gonna go through things, but the the black experience and the white experience are completely different. So Um, so y'all, I want to I wanna get into um what I know that I think y'all y'all talked about this on your on your um on y'all's uh, podcast.
1: Oh the oh, word I- the worship and praise.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. So um I, okay, so I have a cousin that's that's a DJ. He's a radio DJ. Uh, Michael Muhammad shout out to him he's in Columbus and so anytime anytime somebody is about to put out something he's always kind of on top of it because it's part of his job so I I, you know I saw the promo for it and I was like oh this is about to be dope okay Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B this gonna be dope and then they went back to having the, the bun and stuff from like the early 90s like this is going to be so dope so I go and I watch the video and I was kind of (laughs) confused. I was just really confused and I was even more confused to see Kylie Jenner. I was confused to see Kylie Jenner in the video because I was like, wasn't she a part of the situation as to when they're gonna say you got shot in the foot? Like, I'm just kind of confused as to what's going on. Yeah, and because i i we were record, i recorded an episode probably about like two episodes ago where i was talking about protecting the black woman and all this kind of stuff and then here go Megan gonna you with Kylie jenna in a video so um i it's it's not my just taking away from the fact of like the lyrics and the content it's not something that i would listen to like i would bump it's not it's not something that i personally would bump like And mind you, I grew up here in the South. I grew up with, um, you know, I grew up with Trina. I grew up with Lil' Kim. I grew up with um, Queen Latifah, MC Light, Foxy Brown, Missy Elliott. Yo-Yo, I'm just trying to think of all these people, these dope artists that, um, that I grew up with. And as you can see, it's, I, I, said, I said that was a wide range of female rappers that were not all talking about the same thing. Some were super duper raunchy. Some of them were ju- some of them were woke, Some, of, but they all had, oh, we, we, we can't forget about Eve. Eve was super dope too. But, you know, I grew up with mm-hmm. these types of, of rappers. So to me, it's disheartening to where, for the female game right now, we feel like we got to just put this kind of stuff out to sell. If they, if a female was conscious and put out some, uh, some, some, some music that had um, some lyrical content, I don't think that it would just be as big. So I think that in these females' defense, they they typically just do what will sell, and that's what I think. Because uh, Megan Thee Stallion my understanding she's in college and it's very smart i watched a couple of interviews before she got really before she got really big she's a very smart educated woman but you wouldn't be able to tell that sometimes by what she puts out and i'm sure she just puts it out because it sells
1: right so the thing about like i i agree with you like just i i try to listen to all the All this type, that's why I don't listen to radio because it's always this one type of music, especially down here in Atlanta. So, they of course they play like you know indie artists sometimes because they'll feature you know different artists. And Atlanta does a good job of supporting their artists, but at the same time, like I said, the radio just plays one type of music, so they're not there are different female rappers, but you really have to dig and pay attention in order to hear them. So Rhapsody, I would say I would compare her to Queen Latifah because she's very woke. She's, she's very, very conscious, yeah. Very conscious. But they don't play a lot of her music. Mm-mm. And a lot of a lot of female rap like Oshun is our uh, a a female rap duo they talk more about african spirituality but one thing i know is that they don't get radio play but they still have that that core fan base because people know like i was introduced to them at um when i went to afropunk so that's how i knew about them so that's why i'm like you really have to like pay attention and dig deep. but it's Cardi B even touched on what you said because she's like, "Hey, listen, this is what sells. This is how I make my money. This is what." And Cardi B making the stallions in the college. Cardi B's also smart too. Uh-huh. He talks like a Bronx chick, and that's like that's typical, like how how New Yorkers talk. But Cardi B is actually very smart too. And I've heard like interviews from her teachers when she was in high school, just like surprised that she became a stripper and you know a rapper and stuff like that but it is what it is like at the end of the day realistically speaking sex sells and it is what it is of course I would like to see more conscious rap and stuff like that but that's why I take breaks from what mainstream is putting out and add to my playlist what can better me and what will jog on my mind
0: Yeah, what feels good to your spirit? I mean, I know, because, like, for me, I listen to, I like, um, I'm Sabrina Claudio. I like her. Um, I love, still, I love, still love Daniel Caesar. Um, There's an artist, Sir. I love Sir. Um, Love the internet. The internet's one of my favorites. Mm. So... Like, and I, and I think when it becomes, I think with age comes maturity. I think that, that, that is, I know we don't really want to say that at times, but I really do think like at eight, when we, when you get to a point to where you get to kind of mature and you really start to, um, see that like, wow, like lyrics kind of really do matter. Mm-hmm. They do. Like, whereas when we were younger, we said that we're going out to the club, we listen to whatever. We just listening to whatever got a nice beat. Right. but it's like when you start hearing stuff to me when I hear certain stuff now it just like it messes with my spirit when I'm, I'm like oh wait a minute like I yeah some stuff I have to kind of just um, you know turn off like to me like I, I only listen to the song maybe about twice mm-hmm. and the other thing too is like I just feel like a lot of the music today and I know that our parents probably felt this way about us is like a lot of the music just use, it uses a lot of clips from music that just came out when we were kids, it's not too long ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, I mean, I know in um, wasn't in the beginning of what it's, it's some hoes in this house. That's Little John, right?
2: Um, I think it's Uncle.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I oh,
2: listening to Breakfast Club the other day, and they and they had I think they said okay. It was so Uncle it was
0: Uncle. But, so it was so Little John was took it too. Because he had a song like that too. Um, but it was over the set it off um beat. He had a song over that too. So he must have got that from Uncle Luke too. But I don't know. I just like like newer, like refreshing music. Still, still love J. Cole. Um, still wishes that we could get the miseducation, um, from Lauren again. Still, something like that vibe, like you can still listen to that. That's a classic, um, forever. And I still just kind of wish that we could kind of duplicate that. Um, again, my thing is like, it's just kind of like for, for Megan, yes, we know that you can shake your ass, and you can do, we know you can take somebody, man. But it's like, well, what else do you do? Because I, that's all that I hear. I, I hear that I know that she's talented enough. To give us a little bit more dimension, she could give us a little bit more depth. She can she can rap about something that has a little bit of um of content. I did like the B-I-T-C-H song. Like I felt
1: like I did not like, like that song. I don't
0: know, know why. What I, I felt like, as opposed to having like some content for her, other than her sitting there always talking about, she's shaking her ass, she's taking some somebody's man. Like I feel like, okay, this is close to her being kind of conscious as, as we're going to get.
1: Um, so, this, um, is, this is my thing, because it's like, I it, it would be strange for me to hear her be more conscious. Like, I know a lot of rappers are kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Like, I know Lil Baby made a, a song. Usually, he just makes ratchet music, kind of like Megan. But yeah. But he made a, a conscious song, which is appreciated. But then... It's kind of weird to hear because it's like, okay, all the rest of your content is about disrespecting women and all this other stuff, but then you come out with a conscious song saying like, "Don't kill us." And it's kind of, it's just weird to me because it's like you're you're not that artist. It would be strange for me to hear Making the Stallion say like make a conscious song, and that that's just being real. Like that, I, I would expect that for Rhapsody. Um, are like people that actually make like music like that but like I don't know it, it I would have to hear her come up with something in order for me to formulate that opinion because I'm like I couldn't hear her talking about because I'll but for me that's fine because that's what she's presenting and it's here for a purpose. Shoot. I'll turn it on, clean my room, and shake my ass while I'm doing it, but if I really want to hear some other conscious stuff, there's other artists for that. I got you.
0: That part, that makes sense, too. I, um, because I saw a lot of, like, the reaction, like, the social media reactions to the song WAP was, um, you know, if a man were to say this, then it would be a different story. Um, so, I was, and it did yeah. kind of make me think because I do, th- I do feel like we there is still a lot of sexism that we as women
1: uh, deal with, and then on
0: top of that, hell with with what us being black women, we gotta deal with the sexism and deal with the racism. So I do think that that is a valid point. Um, but I feel like we gotta keep it real. Let's be real here. If if you're in a if a man was in a, if you're in a relationship with somebody and somebody's sitting there always walking, they're walking around talking about. Shake their ass or talking about their walk. Uh, you're not gonna deal with that person? Like, come on now. Like, you're gonna do with that person maybe on the side, but you're not gonna really, like, have a relationship with that
2: person. So I just, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, did, I feel like it, it, I don't, I wasn't disappointed because I didn't really expect less from them. And then, too, growing up, like, all of, not all let me, let me phrase this um a lot of our mainstream female rappers is kind of the same uh-huh. same concept especially more um you know more recent years so it's not it's not a, a I don't understand the outrage of it because it's not an abnormal thing <laughs> and I do feel like yeah I think that there should be some more um some more content from them but at the same time you're gonna do what sells and if this is what you do best and you make hits you might turn around and be like okay well i want to take a a a more conscious approach and you might flop because that's not what people want to hear from you your good thing might be shaking ass and strippable yeah i can understand that as an artist a lot of
0: times they don't like it i I know you change your audience doesn't like it when you change
2: you know what I don't like when certain people change, to be honest. Like, for instance, like once I sure went through like his whole thing with uh, Chili and everything, like a little after that, I was like, OK, he's still good. But then after that, he kind of just flopped to me. I just didn't care for his music after that because it just didn't it just didn't. Same thing with Chris Brown. The whole Rihanna thing, like, yeah, he had some hits, but I kind of didn't even listen to him anymore because his whole, his whole, um, uh, like his whole subject matter is just different. And it just, it's like, okay, this is not what I wanted to hear from you. If I wanted to hear this, it would have been from somebody else. I don't, I don't, I don't care for this for for you. So now I'm going to, he's going to be losing sales only because you know, if, if people, other people like me that are like, okay, well, I didn't... I liked you before. I don't really care for what you have now because you're talking about something completely different or sound you sound different because of whatever you went through. You're not the same. And it's good to change, but sometimes you... And that's one thing I do like about Drake is that he kind of does different things. He kind of mixes everything. So he has the reggae. I wish he wouldn't talking about <laughs> <laughs> he has like reggae hit but well, more of a reggae feel type of hit he has the singing he has the rapping I wouldn't say gangster rapping but more serious rapping versus more pop sound like he ha- he's more diverse so you know he any type of mood that you could be in he kind of has something for it but he's a- kind of always been that way in a sense so it's not surprising to me for him
1: it's not surprising so just to get off topic real quick <laughs> but the last, what was the last oh my god what was that song that he did with uh future uh-huh. which one? he did a lot he, I did, didn't he? no yeah, yeah yeah no 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 No, no. Cause
0: you know they did a whole album together. You know that, right?
1: I know, but it was like let me look it up so I can stop sounding stupid. But um, and see that's my thing. I be trying like I be trying to make sure I'm like
0: I don't sound like I'm bashing black women because um I I I I have a little ratchet. Like I like a little ratchet. I do. I like a little ratchet.
2: Yeah, I love ratchet, especially like, oh, oh my goodness. Okay, let me just give you an example while Elkasa (laughs) is looking at her thing. So I was over at my sister-in-law's house one day and um, my mother-in-law was there. My other sister-in-law was there and her girlfriend was there. And we were just like, they were like, oh, you got to come over so we can drink and have fun kind of party. Okay, no problem. But the way one of my sister-in-law, well, two of my sister-in-laws are they like to listen to, like, slow, like, sad music when they're (laughs) drinking. That's, to me, that's depressing. Like, if you're telling me, oh, come over so we can drink and party, I'm thinking we're going to listen to, like, upbeat music and shaking our asses and stuff like that. Or, like, Jersey Club, Baltimore Club type music. I don't, I don't really, I'm not coming over there to, leave, to fall asleep. I can't listen to too slow of music because it makes me tired, especially if it's late at night. I'm I, I'm tired by nine o'clock in the morning if I wake <laughs> up at <in> seven. So, <laughs> now, if you're, you're, if you're telling me, oh, we're going to, we're going to drink and we're going to take shots and we're going to do this. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to have like more of an upbeat night. So when I went over there, I was like, okay, like we all took turns like putting on something we want to hear. And I was the only one putting on like fast paced stuff. It don't have to always be like booty popping, but more yeah, fast of a right. pace. And I was just like, you know, this is not what I came here for. I don't want to listen to whoever so, um, that's going to make me down oh, okay. drinking, taking shots to slow as sad as music now. <laughs> You know, it's a, like, everything. Like I know who I can go to
1: for certain things. Yeah, I don't know
2: where that came from, but was, <laughs> I don't know.
1: So I found the song. It's called "Desires." Desire. Desire. Oh, oh, that's a oh,
2: You
1: know, I like it.
0: But you know
2: what? I am a big Drake fan. Like <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs>
0: I'm biased. I'm a dumb fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know what
1: I know what you're talking about, but that's has the last um the mixtapes album song. I know what you're talking about, right? So I listened to I like the song, but then as I started like listening to the lyrics, I come to this realization that Drake is very toxic because first of all you t- you're talking about put you're talking about this woman having desires and instead of you leaving her you're trying to figure out ways to keep her by your side or keep her around you instead of just letting her go and finding someone that's right for you talking about Asha to put you somewhere no one can find you why are you going to lock her up she can leave <laughs> if she wants like if- you're talking It just bothers me, so I just wanted to bring that up. Clearly, (laughs) oh my! I never heard the song. It's a good song. It's a little bop, but I that always she said it's a little bop. (laughs) It's it's a little bop. I can like little bop around to it.
0: I like it, I, I do. Know, I like I was, I'm so I'm so biased. Like I, that's why. I was like I'm just not the right person to to say anything. Right. Um, because what was the other song? Like I like the album. Whatever you know, I like. I'm not gonna lie. I like Future too. I know. I like Future, and he. We know the Future is very toxic. He is super right. toxic. He is
1: the he stereo baby. baby. Daddy.
0: I know, right? He 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 is. He is very. He's very toxic but I think like I guess the part that I, I'm not even gonna try to justify it, but, I was, but I was gonna try to justify it, though I was gonna say like he just <laughs> 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 I feel like you know what you're dealing with with future that's my thing like right. you know that so that's that's the thing that yeah. I can like at least respect but um, I think that's just like, that whole like like I said from like me from like being here like being from actually being from the south so definitely liking all that like that wretched music um, is definitely a big part of it but the, the thing that, that really kind of sucks is you know going back to, to the WAP subject is that people will look at these images of these two women and base every black woman based on that that's the only thing that kind of sucks right. is that they will base their thoughts about us on them and it's not fair to them, nor us. Because once again, we're all so different. Like, Black women are so diverse. And I'm so grateful that once again with this platform, I've just been exposed to so many different types of Black women. Like, we are really not the same at all. Mm-hmm. And so that's the part This is kind of unfortunate.
1: 100. 100- yeah.
2: But you know what? That's why I don't support or watch, like the ratchet TV shows like Love & Hip Hop because it just portrays black women as like horrible ratchet, just can't act right. They can't go to a restaurant without fighting. Like it's, to me, it's not entertaining. It's just kind of like, okay, so this is what people are gonna think about, about us. And of course we're not all like that, but people, especially like white people that don't really interact with black people that much, they're just gonna assume, like, see,
1: look, they can't even act right when they're on right. TV. But at the, I think at the end of when the I, day, I, yeah, that's their fault for thinking like that. I don't care, like, that ratchet music is always gonna be there, and the people that sit there and take away from that and say all black women are like that, fuck them because I'm, can I curse? yes okay I'm like yes yes ma'am I think oh by the I was a little bit too loud but oh, but fuck, for real fuck them because if they're that ignorant it's just like me like dealing with a bunch of guys and they were all the same now I'm like oh every guy ain't shit that's unfair to say because I don't know every guy and that, that would be ignorance on my part because I'm not sitting back and saying you know what they're like this but I know not everyone's like this and I need to put myself with people that aren't like this or I need to educate myself on on different things just like I don't watch love and hip hop not for the same reason Nelly <laughs> said but like it's just boring to me it's just like okay why why are you fighting right now like what is the point of all this like what do you the, y'all can just walk away from this there's no reason to be fighting it's, it's just like dumb. orchestrated that's all i'm very orchestrated <laughs> but at the same time that white person looking at love and hip-hop if they're gonna be ignorant and say well all black people are like that and totally ignore all these white shows that do the same exact thing i don't want to talk to you because you're not you're you're singling out us and saying oh well we just act like this no there's tons of uh housewives in beverly hills right
0: and all this other stuff that they act just the same they do and it's just they're, they're taking As over it, like they just have there's more i mean the realist of the situation is there is more um you know white shows on tv so they're it's it's easier to display them in all different types of light whereas for us the only thing of like what you're saying they only want to put out these negative images or these or these ratchet images and it's just one small p- portion of it there's ratchet honestly in every race in every ethnicity but unfortunately for us that's the thing that they that they want to sell and so at the end of the day like i get it a lot of times like well you know going back to cardi B and to to making it's like these people that got families they got to take care of And so i understand that perspective of it too but as far as for me with me raising a daughter um i am I probably, you know, stray away from, from, you know, exposing her to, to people, to people like, or to music like, like Megan Thee Stallion, you know, just, just for that reason. Um, definitely it is nice or it is smart to go ahead and to educate your children on what's going on in the world, because what you don't teach them in your household, um, the world is going to teach them. So, so it is, you know, best to go ahead and to make sure that you, you know, you're educating your children. But my, my, my daughter, well, no, my daughter knows that, um that mommy does not conduct herself like Megan the Stallion out in public. Let's be clear. <laughs> right. Out in public. Uh, you know, what we do behind closed doors is a whole another story, but I just kind of feel like I'm just the type of uh, female. We, we want to keep that behind closed doors. Right. Exactly.
2: And you know what? I have um, the solution to me about this, and it's just the same if, if you're watching X-rated videos.
1: Don't do is that kids. it Exactly. Don't listen. To- oh my god.
2: You don't have to put, or you could always put it on the edited version. I don't know how much better it is, but don't just don't listen to it. Listen to uh, in in your headphones, um, and if you're in the car by yourself, or you and your husband, or you and your spouse, or you and your mom, (laughs) you know whatever, (laughs) whatever. Like just not in front of your kids. It's, It's just that simple, and I don't understand why nobody else can see that. Well, not us, but you know. the the people that are are complaining about it just don't listen to it in front of your kids you should be monitoring what they're doing
0: anyway this this is true this is true but it's just but it's so So. what, what do you think is like the solution when see the gen this generation is a lot different than what what generation we grew up in. There wasn't Instagram, there wasn't social media whenever we were growing up. So now they have everything at their fingertips. It doesn't matter what it is, they can find out for themselves by the click of a button. It doesn't really matter, it doesn't matter how many parental controls you put on your TV. Or you try to um, you know, try to block settings on your internet, all kinds of stuff. If they want to find a way to find out some information, trust and believe that they are going to find a way to get this information, whether it be from a from a friend whose mother may or may not be a strict i mean it's just crazy. like i, I do in a sense i i, I kind of sympathize with these um children today because it is it's a lot of pressure like they live in in the age of social media where everything is portrayed on social media where people only post these positive happy um images on social media that kind of you know make you like well dang like i i, I wish i had you know their type of life right but they're not posting all of that you see we didn't have to deal with the pressures of social media Like we just had a phone, right? So, I mean, I I get that times are hard for for,
1: uh, these children today. So I think, um, as far as like the way I view things like that with my with my son, I I I grew up very sheltered, and I was one of those kids. Was like, I'm gonna find out either way because I want to find out. (laughs) So, um, so I grew up. Listen, I grew up on beach uncut my mom was stupid and that's what I was watching at three o'clock in the morning it is it it is what it is like that that's what I saw but I think what would have helped me is um my parents have a a conversation with me about it instead of just kind of right because a lot of times you know parents write it off as you know you don't really need to know about this or that you know and some things aren't age appropriate because they don't truly understand so but I mean if my son sees something you know crazy and then he asks me about it and I'm like okay well certain things I'm not going to talk to you about until you get older but you know certain things I am and you know to explain to him from a certain uh, adult perspective is good so he doesn't go to school or he doesn't, well, not now, but like, you know, <laughs> he doesn't see another little kid and say, well, what's this? And they tell him some crazy ass answer.
2: Right. That's not even true. And now they're growing up thinking that this, that, and the other. Yeah. i a hundred percent agree. I think it depends right. on how old your kid is too. Like my, my younger kids they're well, my twins are four and then I have my five-year-old they're not gonna be, they can't even spell yet. It's like, uh, except mm-hmm. for their names. And they're like, you know, first name, last name. So, I, they're not gonna go on Google and be like, okay, hey, what's what's this, uh what? You know, what who's Cardi B? They might not even know who they are. They might know by face, but they're not gonna probably know them by name. So, like, it's easy for me to just be like, okay, well, I'm just not gonna put it on when they're in the car. Now, I have an older daughter, she's 11 and she on the other hand can but that's when i i have to come in and be like okay well this is why you should be watching this and you know blah 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 or if you if you do run into it this is whatever you know or you should probably not watch it if you if you do Mm -hmm. run into it (laughs) Hey, my uh, my niece, she's the same age. She knows how to turn off the parental controls. She's done it many of times. So, <laughs> you know, what you're saying is a hundred percent correct. It
0: is. It is it's, I think it's just. It is. It's hard to navigate. And there, you know, parenting in general doesn't come with you know with a handbook. But right now, it's just kind of like you're literally trying to. You have to adjust your style to fit today, to be impactful with today's world. So that's the part that it's just kind of like, you know, it is, it's challenging to navigate. And I don't, I think, um, CeeLo, uh, he, he put out an article, um, CeeLo from Goody Mob. And I think what he was saying was, yeah, you see that? Okay. I think, I think what he's, what he was saying was, was very, was very valid. The difference is, I think that once again, kind of whenever we were growing up, not to kind of keep, Going back to that, but the difference is, is that whenever we were growing up, um, there was in the window, they still said things sexual, but it was more hidden. Whereas now, like it's like almost every song is kind of like in your face. And you had the option to kind of keep your children away from that. Whereas now you don't have that. Like if if every song is similar to WAP, then it's like you just turn off the radio. Like, what do you do? And then it's like, well, if you turn off the radio, then it's like, well, they're on YouTube. They're on, you know, Apple Music. And all they have to do is just sit there and just with a click of a button, they can still hear these songs. So that, once again, just kind of goes back into... you are able to be in more control of what your children were being exposed to, and I think that's what the bigger issue is as to why people are kind of at some points kind of offended by WAP. It's the fact that you can't necessarily hide it. If, like you're saying, with your smaller children, your smaller children are not on social media, whereas like you're an 11 year old may be exposed to it versus the you know your four year olds, because somebody maybe even at 11 year old, 11 years old singing the singing the WAP song or talking about it. And then that kind of gets those wheels turning. And so then you start to look, well, okay, let me look and let me see what is why. And then that's when you kind of go go to the point of no return. And my thing is I am a big advocate for keeping children keeping children as young and as innocent as far as for being children for as long as possible. So even for like my, when my my two year old now, I watch, I try to watch what we even let her listen to and what we let her watch and people are like oh my gosh she's too she's not going to well I just want to go ahead and I want to start a healthy habit of exposing her to things so that's just my point um, as far as for what I'm trying to do
1: Right. so okay. oh go ahead I'm sorry what? right oh <laughs> good I'm sorry
2: Oh, no I was just saying there's no wrong or right way to handle it because you know you, they're your kids you have to do what's right what you feel is, so is right you know for you and, and yours but um, yeah I don't know I mean I would just treat it like if they hear the, the radio edited version like there are songs that I'm like okay I'm turning the radio station because I don't want my kids to hear this or it's not edited or whatever the case is but um, regardless, they're going to find out what it is or, or you know, whatever the situation is. Um, I remember when I was younger and that song, mm-hmm. Cut It In My Mouth, yeah. was <laughs> out. And it was
1: very vocal. Because you know that was my song. <laughs> that was my shit though. But because, it was wait, vocal. I'm sorry not to cut you off, but I didn't hear that song until... Melly played it for me and I fell in love with it to the point <laughs> where every time she picked me up, I was like, Are you going to play that song, right? <laughs> she was like, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> but at that right. time
2: we were older, but it's an old song. I'm I'm pretty sure it came out before. We that's that
0: Kilo it. Ali. That's another ATL legend. <laughs> See, that's another that's another southern legend. That's Kilo Ali. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I tell
1: you that song, because that that's when we were burning CDs. That song <laughs> sent me to another. Yes. I was just like, what <laughs> is this? This is gold <laughs> I love it. Matter of fact, I'm about to add that to my playlist. Yeah. Well <laughs> uh, I ain't playing either. I am really about to add that to what was his name? Akali Ak- Ak- or Alkaline? Oh no, it's it's Kilo Ali.
0: Yeah, it's Kilo Ali.
1: Girl, I was just like, I don't know <laughs> what the, what his name is, but I love the song. <laughs> he 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 performed looks very, in, in
0: Atlanta. I've so the past two years I've seen I seen Kilo last year. And I think I seen him two years prior to that. Kilo is like an Atlanta legend. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? Um back to
1: <laughs> you all <right> over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over no, here. No, it. it's by Akeem Yaley. What song
0: are you talking about? What song are you talking about? Are you talking about- I said,
1: your mother fucker, nah. oh, you
0: motherfuckin' know that song. You know what I thought you were talking about? I thought
1: you were talking about, um, can I put it in your mouth? Yes, you can. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh no. Wait, what? Who's what? Oh, that? <laughs> oh my God. It was a song that I I recently my cousin put me onto it and he she, I think it was Kelia Lee. Oh my god. That's what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about
0: that song. I do remember that song that you talked about though.
1: That is the old yeah, that's the old song I Old song. Who does that song, um what is it called? Um I'm trying to think of the lyrics. Damn. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll text you later. <laughs> you might. You might. I want to say something—the
2: CeeLo Green thing. Hold on, I want to just pull it up though, I, quick. I didn't, because, so what, yeah, because I, I don't
1: know what
2: he said. Well, he was pretty much like there's like a time and place for. It, even though, I mean, I don't understand what he means by time and place. But there was like a big controversy where he was like under fire because he said if a if a woman is unconscious, that's she's giving her consent or something crazy like that i'm trying to pull it up the i like the verbatim what he said but like who are you like if you're saying stuff like that then who the hell are you to say that they can't talk about their walk oh like, uh, yeah you know if, what i mean if that's
0: the case, I, I I agree yeah I, I didn't i didn't know about that part
2: yeah it, i mean i only heard the breakfast club and then i start hearing it um i heard it on hollywood on lock two and i'm like what the hell like how how dare he Where? you know and that's the same thing with rick ross and what the fuck he said i mean he didn't say anything about megan the stallion or anything but if he did it would be like well you were sitting here talking about putting something in somebody drink um when they're not it, yeah. in the song. i do remember that and that um you didn't so- even know it yeah i remember that yeah yes
0: exactly yeah.
2: I'm like, well, you know, even if somebody, if maybe if somebody else had said it, that didn't have any of these kind of things under, undercover, then maybe I would feel like, okay, well, they have a point, but I, for him and for anybody else that has any, they have these like really bad things that they have said in the past. It's just like, okay, well, you probably should keep your damn mouth shut as far as this goes. (laughs) But I don't I don't I don't feel as though I have an issue with anybody talking about their sexuality. I feel like it's very taboo and I think that that's why especially for like a woman to talk about these things. I think that's why everybody's kind of like oh my god, you know. So
1: but I'm that's just my thing because the way I grew up, I grew up very I want to say conservative cuz we we I still see things that like my parents did and like different things like that but um there was a sense of like don't do this don't as a as a girl you know you can't do this you can't wear your uh your shirt too low and like it made me very Mm self-conscious but I'm like I I think when we think about like little especially little girls like I don't have a little girl but going back to when I was a kid I would rather had learned about my body not in a sexual way, but as more, you know, you. This is your body. You have the freedom to do what you want. So even when, but in an age appropriate way. So you know, if I was a raising the door, even my son, I tell him to respect his body all the time because I th- th- I think that's a lack that. How can I say this? I think there is a lack of the way people teach boys. Because they... they I hear a lot of guys talking about their bodies. And, and they're like, well, I'll go raw dog and stuff. I'm like, did your parents not tell you you still got to respect your body? But then they turn around and have the nerd to say, well, women, you need to respect your body. You need to do... Like, in my opinion, a grown-ass woman can do what she wants. That's why I don't mind... What making the style you know, Cardi B or Nicki Mina- Minaj is talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, even when like I have little cousins that hear it, and they're all different ages. One is a teenager, one is ten, and stuff like that. If they hear, it, they hear it. But it's up to me as an adult to say, you know what? That's what a grown ass woman is doing. You're a, you're a child, so don't try to copy off of this. But um and that also happened in P Valley too. I don't know if we're getting into that, but they I did want to talk about that. Yes,
0: so I did want to touch base (laughs) on P Valley. So I at, at first I, I I don't know what to, what to think about it but you know what What is so funny mm. is that the little theme song what is it down in the valley where when the they girls go get them. naked <laughs> I cannot get that out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I added that to my playlist.
1: <laughs> One, two, break them. Three, four, break them. I love that because it's so different. I know.
0: It's just, it's just I'm like catchy, and I feel like mm-hmm. it, be, it
1: be stuck in my head. I'll be walking <laughs> around the house.
0: Down the, alley with the little girls you <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought, um, hum. It has a lot of big heavy hitters in it. You got Isaiah Washington in it. You have um Loretta Divine in it. Oh. I don't know who else is supposed to be in it. Um as far as for um, I'm only I'm I'm caught up. Um so I guess tonight would be like the new um episode. Yeah. Um well, so tonight tonight I'll watch the new episode. But okay. I, yeah, it's um it's I feel like I guess maybe i shouldn't have like any expectations i mean like i can't watch it. i think it's cool how like it's showing like the everyone's story i think that's cool um clifford cracks me up
1: yes uncle clifford is
0: clifford is crazy like he is <laughs> really really fun like he bodied that role like i think he is the one that did like really really well i um I kind of looked and I tried to like do like a little bit of research on like the actual characters the girl that plays Mercedes she was actually like um I think she was like a retired like teacher in like real life and she was like a or like a choreographer mm-hmm. so that's why she that's why her body bagged because she a choreographer y'all. yeah
1: she um, got a beautiful body <laughs> but um
0: it was just it was interesting it's it's different it's different like it, it's, it's different what, I mean,
1: what are your thoughts? I love the show. I love. Th- I, maybe I do indulge in the ratchet a little bit too much, but <laughs> I just love See, like, you ratchet too. You ratchet honestly. I'm, like, I'm telling you, like I feel like in my past life I might have been a stripper, so because I'm like I love this show. This is so awesome. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, so you know, Mercedes' daughter is with the sister.
0: Is that her sister that she's with? I thought that it was... I I, I think it was her... her, The baby's daddy's mother is what I thought.
1: Okay, so...
0: That's what I I was piecing together. I think it's whoever the child's father is, it's his mother is what I was thinking.
1: Right, right. So, um... Well, whoever she's with. She's... That's the point I was trying to make before because, um you know of course like her daughter is with someone else and I don't know if she necessarily doesn't want her with her because she's a stripper but for argument's sake let's assume she is and I think that um when we think about like women's bodies sexuality things like that like the whole aspect of control Like, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that as a woman. Like, in my mind, I'm like, women can do what the hell they want with their bodies. Not to say, like, if you're not comfortable with, you know, being out in the open and comfortable with your body, don't force it. Don't sit there and look at Cardi B and then you're conservative, so you're going to dress like her, but you're uncomfortable with it. Like, that's what I have a problem with. But at the same time, if you are... Comfortable with your body, if you want to show off your body because it's nice or whatever, making the style like to shake her ass, I'm all for it because you're just that. That's what you're doing with your own body, and who am I to to tell you what to do with your body? So, but back to P Valley, I think that that touches on that subject of people thinking, you know, strippers ain't nothing. Strippers are beneath them, but then the same people that are saying that go and see these strippers and throw money at them. So I'm like which is it? Is it your morals that you, that are coming out of your mouth or, but you're still in the strip club, still engaging in this, so is it that wrong? Yeah.
0: And I kind of want to briefly touch on Lil Marta because I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed because I I and maybe because we haven't gotten to this far in the show yet so this is just this is just me basing off of this of what I saw so is he like is he bisexual or is he because if you remember whenever they were about to go into the private room like he was about to sleep with Mercedes Mm -hmm. so where i'm going with this is that whole undercover brother thing that's where i'm going with this like if you are who you are be open and be who you are but it's not fair if you're not being completely honest and like i said once again maybe we just have not gotten to this part in the um in the show yet but i was just kind of like okay
1: so i'm super confused um. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. Like, so from my opinion, it I would consider him queer.
0: That's what I was thinking too.
1: Yeah, I would consider him queer. Um, but so the whole undercover, like the download brother thing, I I get the frustration, but then the other side of it is. How could people be that vulnerable when you know people get beat up for even admitting or like insinuating that someone is gay? Well, and that's what
0: Uncle Clifford did say then. Yeah. He he, he did say that whenever he was like, the part where he's like, well, I want to take you somewhere or something like that. And then he started to proceed to tell about the different stories but that's just my beef with it I'm like I'm all for you kind of being who you are but my thing is like it just kind of seemed like it was kind of hidden and then like you know he got in a fight with like his homeboy in the club and was like why are you getting in a fight why are you offended by him calling you a point like what so, so I, I couldn't tell by that part when he made that statement did he, he make that statement to be like oh to say like, like it was something that like, it was unknown, like, or people knew about it, like, that it wasn't a secret. That's what I couldn't tell if that's why they got into a fight, or if they just got into a fight just in general.
1: Um, I was more mad that he he ain't beat up the other guy. Not the, um, not his friend, but the first guy he got into a confrontation with. Not even beat him up, but he ain't say nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of
0: confused. I was confused by that, too. But, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's- it just it just seems
0: like we got, a, we got a little bit more episode that we got to watch maybe we we'll like gain our clarity um, once we actually see more about what's going on but yeah I was super, super confused because I was like at first he was sitting there like even when like for a little reason, when he first walked into the club the first time that he had walked into the club you know how like he was trying to talk to the girl that was out there he was like hey you know he was trying to talk to the girl outside the club and then you know he went and let him get the um, diamond, diamond went and let him get into the club and then the second time he was able to get in, and then he go he went to the private room with um with Mercedes, and then it was just kind of like, oh, okay. And then it just the the whole um him and Cliff thing that totally just blindsided me. I was like, well, I was not expecting that, but I, that and that's why I was just trying to see. I didn't know if that's what um the producer was. Is, is her name? Is it Keaton? What's her name?
1: The, the
0: producer, producer. of the show yes we'll I don't know if that's you know, what you know. um, if that's what she was trying to um, if what she's trying to portray is like sometimes especially being in the south people do you know may or may not have to um, oh I'm sorry Katori Hall is the producer okay. and yeah so I didn't know if, if that's what she was trying to display that because it does take place um, here in the south um, supposed to be in Mississippi. Or supposed to be in Mississippi, but it's actually filmed in Atlanta, I believe.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, so it's actually so this will this will be very interesting. Yeah, the
1: actually the new episode I watched this morning. I was up till five five o'clock in the morning. I do not know why, <laughs> but I watched it last night. I'm not gonna get into it because you didn't watch it. Yet, so, but um. <laughs> Uh, to me honestly like because I I I'm bisexual so I'm kind of like number one in my mind my sexuality isn't really anyone's business in the first place as far as who I date so like if you see me with a dude but then you see me with a girl then it's like who cares you know like I, I don't understand the hang up of like why people need to know I guess like it is what it I didn't look at it as like he's messing with Mercedes but then he went to mess with Uncle Clifford I was just like okay that it is what it is like that happens all the time so but and another thing is like like I said before a lot of times um men that don't want to come out because women kind of can come out and say you know this is what i am or whatever it's more acceptable Mm -hmm. but as far as like men i've had friends that have told me their own dad beat them up just because they came out and said this is what i like and i rather i i'm more worried about their safety than so I'm trying to explain to someone like this is what this is. This is how this how what I like and you know stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, transgender people get killed. Gay people get killed just because that people are not accepting of them, or or they don't understand the lifestyle. So it, and it's disheartening because I mean, getting back to what we were talking about before, you know. Not a lot of things like that get media coverage right And then not a lot of black people fight for not a lot of like straight black people fight for you know a black transgender person getting killed, a black gay person getting killed like and it's unfair because it's like are you really fighting for every black person because there's all different types of black people are you're really just worried about what you understand if that makes sense.
0: I got you. And I think for me, the one thing that I really kind of like out of everything you said that I kind of really just kind of hang on to is, is the fact that what you're doing behind closed doors is your business. Right. So that's, and I think, so I think, and I, and I think whether you're, you're gay, you're straight, you're, uh, you know, I think that's what it is. I think that's your business. Right. So as long as you keep, you know, people keep that, Behind, you know, your clothes, that's that's your that that's your business. But I think that's what the issue the issue becomes as to where, you know, people are. I think people feel like sometimes people feel like it's it's kind of putting it out there. Just like I said, with what I like like I've said here with the whole what thing. I kind of don't want to see if it's if it. I I I think that being over sexual is your business is your preference. But I'm thinking about it more so from like from my daughter's perspective and for more for being a lady for the whole WAP thing. I think of it for more so of being a lady. Like if you're sitting there and you're with somebody and you're you're conducting business with somebody, you don't necessarily want them sitting there talking about WAP. Right. So, or their WAP. Once again, your WAP is your business.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong That It is wonderful, like I say. I'm pretty sure we are, we are behind closed doors. You, you turn on, you do whatever it is. But I think that's just more so when it comes to like, okay, you you have children, then it's kinda like, oh, you know, kind of like, uh, okay. And like I said, and and you now not cause you've watched more than what I've watched, so they may or may not let us know in regards to as far as for what Lamurta what's what's going on with him. Right. But I for sure have actually there are like um people that I that I know that have been undercover. And it's wrong to me to be undercover and to not tell these people because you're not living your truth. I understand why you're not, why, you know, because there could be fear, especially from, from, once again, living in the South. But I think that if you're going to, even if you're going to have a bunch of sexual partners, period, you should have that conversation with the person that you're with. It doesn't have to be for all of us now, but I think there should be a conversation that you all have. Because when it comes to stuff like, if it's certain, just in general, just spreading any type of disease, Mm -hmm. I think that you should have that conversation. That has to be a conversation that you, that you and that person end up having, but to not tell a person that, whether this is, once again, whether you're you're gay or straight. If you're messing with a bunch of people and you don't tell the person that you're dealing with, that's not fair. Right. (coughs) So I think that you should. If 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 y'all are to that point, now it's one thing if you're, I guess if you're in a situation to where you, you know what type of situation. If you in a you in a situation to where you and a person, y'all just cut friends or whatever, even y'all have a conversation about y'all's situation.
1: Right.
0: So if you're gonna be in a in a relationship or a consistent cut friend relationship with somebody, then you have that conversation with somebody. It is, it's a lot of stuff out here. Mm-hmm. So some of this confusion can be eliminated just by having a simple conversation. Right. No, I I, get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, that's my more so thing. It's just kind of like, because we we as Black people, we are, when it comes to um, like STDs, statistics say that we have the highest. Why is that? And people like having these conversations with people. Right. Let's have a conversation. Let's have the grown-up uncomfortable conversation. Just like and I respect like what you just said. Like I like to do this and I like to do that. So I imagine that you're going to tell whoever you're dealing with that you may not you like to do this and you like to do that. So there's no confusion and there's no surprises. Oh, uh,
1: uh, I don't know cuz So the people that I've dealt with, I don't always say that I'm bisexual cuz and I, I, I don't feel like I have to, honestly, because, okay, let's consider the fact that, like, say if I was straight, say if I just slowly like men, I'm not going to disclose to you every man that I slept with. I'm going to say, yeah, I, I have slept with other men, but I'm not going to have a conversation about the past. Now, assuming, like, that, per- depending on what type of person it is, because not every like person that is a part of the LGBTQ community is like a sexual person. Some people don't even really care for it, but are, they don't care to have casual sex. So it all depends on the person, but I don't think that, um, I, I don't know, it, it's hard because like I said, it, it's really like whatever I do before this person, it's not like I'm, I'm just because I'm attracted to a woman and I'm with a man or vice versa. That doesn't mean I'm going to just go out and sleep with, you know, a woman, like, especially if I'm in a committed relationship and that's what people miss. Like, and you know, yes, there are diseases, but if you think about it, there's a lot, like I've talked to more gay people that take care of themselves, that make sure they go to the, to the doctor Than some of these raggedy straight men that say, oh, well, I'll just wrong dog, dog a bitch, and I don't even care. Yeah, and
0: what, and I want to clarify what I mean. What I mean was more so not your past, but I mean like who you're dealing with at the same time. That's what I mean. Like, not necessarily the past. I feel like, I mean, like the past part, it's not, like you're saying, it is irrelevant. Yeah. I'm talking about if you're dealing with this person and that person at the same time it's more so kind of what I'm saying I think you kind of have to I I mean I I would say you but I would probably if you're dealing with multiple people at the same time have that conversation depending upon where you are in your relationships because you may be in different spaces with each person yeah. so that's more so what I'm saying is as far as far like what you're doing if it's at at the present at the present time not necessarily prior to that
1: right
0: okay so yeah so that's kind of where where I was going with that but nevertheless this this will be interesting to um see how um pink valley unfolds i
1: know <laughs> I love the show.
0: Um, it's it is like I said. It is most certainly. It's it's very. Uh, it's it's different. I'm trying to see if there's anything that's kind of like like it, but I don't think so. I don't think there's anything that that I can. You know how you can kind of like think about a, like a show and like it kind of like may like like remind you something, especially like I'm trying to think what else is that right now. Right now, The Shy is out. Um, oh, I love the shy i'm not caught up on the shy oh i am not kind of on the shy that's why i was like i can't talk about it because i'm not caught up but what's, what's uh, the last episode that you watch girl i'm in girl i'm i'm behind. i gotta start this whole season i haven't watched anything from this season oh i actually no. no well i actually i wasn't aware that it was on until somebody had posted it i didn't know that it came on because you know they had all these different like scandals and all this other stuff going on with the cast oh, so i yeah. thought it was gonna be like a delay and when the show was actually um you know like coming out but um i, I saw that it looks like the show started what did it, what, it start in july the season started in july right i think so
1: yeah
0: yeah so it started like last month so i'm uh, i'm gonna try to um binge watch a um a bunch of the episodes to try to get caught up, so then I can, so then I'll be able to um to talk about those episodes. But I mean, I even for that's why like, I hated like I know that, it, that it's like an ensemble cast, but I was like, ah, oh, I just I hate. It. I feel like what's his name? Is it Jason? I feel like he's like a big part of the show, and it's just it's yeah. so crazy. You ha- you hate that when when this kind of thing happens. I'm like no 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 it was to me I, I slick feel like the whole like Martin and Gina thing again
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought when I heard that and I'm like it's so disheartening because I really like Jason Mitchell as an actor not on not just on uh, the shy. shy, he was straight out of Compton he did this uh, movie on Netflix called Mudbound he was great in that and to see how talented he was and then to hear about the things that happened I'm like really like I was ruined for you we were all ruined for you I know it's like a (laughs) disappointment I hate that you know, I do too. Of course, like you know, like I said, I'm I'm a biased Beyonce fan, but you know when I hear certain things, like when you brought up the lawsuit, of course it's disheartening. And I'm like, dag, be like for real though, like you really gotta <laughs> break my heart right now. I'm trying to root for you, trying to be a supportive, they have you know stuff like that. So I hate when that happens. I really hate it because you want to root for these people. It's Doja Cat too. Doja Cat. Disappointed the hell
0: out of me because I-, I know. And I kept trying to try to like make it like, but no, she just, uh uh-uh. uh. Like I kept trying, no, she, I can't, you know, I always try to like, like, like justify when yeah, I try to, to see things from all angles when situations like this like i kept trying like for jason i was like well no nah, maybe it was this or maybe it was that i kept right. trying and then more more information kept coming up. the story kept unfolding his agents was, dropped yeah. him all that i'm
1: like really dude
0: <laughs> so that's why i was like i was like oh goodness i was like so there must seriously be like some proof to what's going on but yes i was just super duper like offended i was super offended
1: yeah it like just, it's just very just dis- because I'm like I said, I I got into Doja Cats music not too long ago, and I'm like, dang, this girl is really dope. But then yeah. I started to hear about what she was doing on those, I guess, Zoom meetings or whatever it was, talk, talking to white supremacists. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? And especially what Nas said. Now, Nas don't really have the best track record of how he deals with you know black women or like certain things he said kind of bothers me Mm -hmm. but at the same time um, he's absolutely right Doja Cat did something very wrong and she doesn't want to take responsibility for like each clip that I see when she's trying to defend herself she's she's not saying you know what like i was dead wrong for that she's like i'm a person and i don't no, you still did something wrong though so i can't i can't mess with her i can't i don't
0: i actually i talked about uh in depth as far as everything that that uh doja cat did um probably like in like my my first or second episode and have you ever seen some of her videos it's it's her behavior was just really really crazy like someone said how she was acting like I watched a bunch of videos like I said I always be trying to root because I really love that you know the juicy juicy Mm -hmm. song the juicy song that was on my cardio list like that's my that was my song and I like her sound um that that was the thing is I really enjoy her sound is her sound is different and so I think that's kind of what like actually like drew me to her. But I was just like, Come on, man. But then when I started seeing the videos, but then there was like rumors of like she might have a drug problem. And she really did kind of act as if she had a drug problem. So I was like, We might have to give her like a little bit of grace because she needs to go and get rehab or right. something. So they were trying to say that she had like a coke problem. Oh, and on the videos, it, it did seem as if there was, there was something that was off. If you go back and, and you watch a lot of her videos, something, something was off. Something
1: was not, was not right at all. So. Right. See, I like, her. you know what it is? When I look at, because I'm a very artistic person, so, when I look at things like strange things like that, I'm immediately like, Oh my god, this is it! I love this because it's so different. I love seeing different things. So, but I, I also get what you're saying because sometimes it can be a little weird, <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> but, um,
0: yes, yeah, there's one, like her nose was like dripping and like. She, it was just there's some barely and then like or she would like off on these weird tangents like she's just it was just really really weird behavior yeah. so that's why i was like there's something that is clearly um going on with her and so um you know mental health is a re- really big deal so definitely hope that she gets whatever help that she needs um because i mean we try not to be try not to be judgmental here at the controversial black girl podcast but she was just doing she was just doing a little bit too much and i was kind of like like she was making me cringe with some of the stuff that she was doing yeah like. and then like being in the chat room with um the white supremacists and having them asking them to like call her like it was just, it was just a bunch of crazy stuff for me so yeah. a, a little too much it's,
1: but, it's a no for me dog <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: that's what i'm saying too girl it's gonna be a no for me but um so i want to get ready to go ahead and to wrap up today's show um i want to thank you all for being a part of tonight's episode and for giving me your opinions i always feel like it's good vibes whenever we record together so i thank you all for coming through um
1: yeah, thank, thank you for having us. us. Um, let
0: me go ahead and make sure we go ahead can you all tell everyone where they can find your podcast and where they can find like your websites, your social media? Go ahead and do your little plug for me. Okay, I see you want to do all it? All? <laughs> okay, so y'all
1: can um y'all can find us at Babylon with Besties Podcast. Um look us up on Apple Music. Or I'm sorry, not Apple Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry spotify uh anchor different things like that um you know you can look up our facebook babylon besties podcast our instagram is yeah same thing babylon besties Podcast. so you know just look us up hit us up um we're friendly so we don't bite
0: awesome Alrighty. so i hope as usual you all stay he- healthy you stay happy you stay blessed and you stay controversial bye guys bye. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> hello can you sit wait